As a professor and a mom of two young kids, my days can quick get overrun with meetings, research projects, spelling tests, meal prep, and soccer practice. In the midst of the chaos that is working motherhood, work-life balance isn't something that would just be nice to have. It's essential. Seeing as this podcast is entitled Elegant Balance, you might have guessed that elegance plays a key role in the way that I approach my life, both at home and at work. Elegance refers to the beauty of something unusually simple and effective. How would you like that to describe your workday, every day? If you think about it, an elegantly balanced life is simply made up of several elegant days. In today's podcast, I want to share three simple adjustments that you can make to do just that. Hello, and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hello friends, how are you doing today? I have to tell you, sitting down to record these podcast episodes bring me so much joy. It's truly one of the highlights of my week. Before we jump into today's episode, I have another community spotlight to share. Thank you so much to each and every one of you who have taken the time to rate and review this show. It truly means so much to me. Today, I want to shine the spotlight on Sparkle Sun and Style. I love that name, by the way. She states, actionable and encouraging. Kaylee does such an amazing job of sharing actionable steps and tips while offering encouragement and positivity for the busy working mom. She understands the juggle and does a great job of sharing research and insights to help shift perspectives and make small shifts in our daily lives that can have a big impact. Sparkle Sun and Style, I am so happy and encouraged by the fact that you find these episodes encouraging, and I'm excited to hear that you are taking action towards your elegant balance. If you are a listener and you haven't left a five-star rating or review in Apple Podcasts yet, I humbly ask you to go and do so. These ratings and reviews are what help other women discover this show. I mean, if you think about it, when you are looking for new podcasts to listen to, you look and see how many ratings a show has, and you might scroll through the reviews to see what other people are saying. And that's exactly what people do when they come across this show. So if you haven't done so yet, please, please, please go over there to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review. I am would be so, so grateful. Okay, so I have spent a lot of time lately reflecting on my personal elegant balance journey. In doing so, I've realized that I have come a long way from the ambitious perfectionist woman that I was at the beginning of my doctoral program, which would be about eight years ago. And although it's definitely been a slow process, somewhere along the way, I shifted from striving to meet others' expectations of me with regards to how long, when, and where I worked to defining my own values and my own standards related to work and family. 
It is exactly this mindset shift that I want to help each of you make. Work-life balance isn't something that will just happen. It's not going to just fall into your lap. Instead, it is something that's pursued, created, and cultivated. And doing that requires a mindset shift from allowing others, like your organization or your supervisor, to define balance for you, to you taking control and defining it for yourself. So I hope that the three simple adjustments that I share today will help you on your journey towards an elegantly balanced life. So let's start with the question, when do you work your best? When I was in graduate school, I started off the program by setting strict work hours for myself. Each day I strive to work a total of 12 hours. I would be at the office by 6.30 each morning, work on my coursework and my research projects until about 4.30, head home to eat dinner with my husband, and then spend another couple of hours reading and or writing. And let me tell you what, I was miserable. Honestly, I think both my husband and I were miserable with that schedule. One semester into this routine, and we found out that we were expecting a baby. This was the catalyst that changed everything for me. Suddenly, I didn't have the energy to work 12-hour days, and even when I tried, my brain was foggy, and I would end up just staring at the screen or rereading the same paragraph over and over and over again. Clearly, something had to be done. Like many other moms, pregnancy helped me realize the importance of paying closer attention to my body. It helped that I was also writing a dissertation on the effects of stress during pregnancy on the mother and her baby, but that's for a whole nother podcast episode. Instead of forcing that 12-hour day, I started trying to work when I had the energy and brain power to do so. Four pregnancies later, and I still continue this practice. I've learned that I am a morning person, and my peak performance occurs sometime between the hours of 8 and noon. Knowing this about myself has been so powerful. I no longer force myself to write difficult, thought-provoking theory sections of a research paper at 2 p.m. when all I really want to do is go and take a nap. Instead, I plan my day around my natural rhythm to maximize my productivity. This is a really simple strategy to implement, but like I said before, it can be really powerful in helping you to get through the workday more effectively. You may already know this about yourself, and if that's the case, all you need to do is to start taking advantage of it. If not, the first step is to start paying attention to your energy levels throughout the day. When are you feeling at your peak? First thing in the morning? Mid-morning? Maybe you're one of those afternoon workers who is ready to go at one o'clock when everyone else is ready for their post-lunch nap. The point is to get to know yourself and instead of fighting against yourself, embrace yourself. This makes it so much easier to move through the day without feeling overwhelmed or exhausted. Now that you know your peak productivity times, you need to plan your day accordingly. As a professor, a major part of my job is to write research papers. Knowing that my peak performance is between 8 and noon, I make an effort to protect that time for writing. There are a few ways to protect your peak performance time. First, just be mindful of what you schedule during those productive hours. 
For example, I try not to schedule non-research related meetings during those times if I can help it. You could also avoid spending those precious hours on simple, less cognitively demanding tasks or less important tasks. In other words, don't waste those precious productive hours on easy or unimportant tasks. Save those for another part of the day. Okay, the second adjustment is to focus on high impact tasks. I love a to-do list as much as the next girl. I have even been guilty of writing things down on my list simply so that I can have the pleasure of checking them off. However, I've learned that I'm more productive with a simpler, straightforward list. Think about it. When you put a hundred things on your to-do list, how does it make you feel each time you look at it? You likely feel overwhelmed by the number of things that you need to do. In other words, the items that are not crossed off. You might even feel like a failure because that huge list is proof that you're not cutting it, that you're not productive. An elegantly balanced woman loves herself enough to not put herself through that. So what do we do instead? I have found that listing out three priorities that I have each day is much more impactful and much kinder to myself. These priorities should be high impact tasks that will move you closer to your goals. The two cornerstones of elegance are simplicity and effectiveness. Our priority list should reflect our commitment to elegance. It's simple because there are only three things on it and it's effective because we've chosen high impact tasks that actually move the needle. Once you've listed them out, try to tackle the most difficult one first. And of course, tackle it during your peak productivity time that you previously identified. And then the final adjustment you can make to make your workday more elegant is to recognize diminishing returns. This is possibly the most important adjustment that you can make to your workday. Diminishing returns can be defined as proportionally smaller benefits derived from something as more energy is invested in it. We are striving for a workday that we can move through with ease. Yet I see so many women working outside of their peak productivity time to finish a specific task or cross something off their list. And yet, if they would just put it down and walk away for a while, maybe even until tomorrow's peak productivity time, they could complete it in half or even a quarter of the time. Time is one of our most valuable resources. We only get 24 hours each day. It does not make sense to waste that precious time pushing through a project when you could just complete it with greater ease at a different time of day or later in the week. Now, I recognize that sometimes we have to work outside of our peak productivity times and that deadlines are a reality that we have to deal with. But in general, staying in tune with yourself and recognizing when you've hit a wall can not only open up time to do things that bring you more joy, but can also allow for better work when you do come back to it. It's okay to put the project down and take a walk outside, take a nap, shift to a different task, go get lunch, exercise, whatever brings you joy and allows you to recharge and stop wasting your time on something that is getting diminishing returns. When you make these three adjustments to your workday, identifying when you work best, focusing on high impact tasks, 
and recognizing diminishing returns, you will be able to move through your day with greater ease and with greater elegance. Thank you so much for listening to the Elegant Balance Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future conversations. Also, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you, friends, and have a beautiful, joy-filled week.